Welcome to the Sex and Astrology Podcast. I'm Brandy Joy, your host. And in today's episode, I'm going to actually go into each sign and their horoscope for 2024. I'm going to focus on love, sex, and relationships primarily, but I will throw in some other important things that are going on in your life for the year. So make sure you listen for either your sun, moon, or rising sign, or all three, does not matter. Rising sign is going to be the most important if you know what your rising sign is, but if you don't, you can just listen for your regular sign because you will get a lot of tips here. Okay. So let's start with Aries rising. If you are Aries sun, Aries rising, or Aries moon, this horoscope is for you. From January 20th until September 1st of 2024, we have Pluto going into Aquarius. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008, and now it's going finally into Aquarius until September 1st, and then it will actually move back into Capricorn for a few months at the end of the year. But during this time of transition, it will be going from your 10th house of career into your 11th house of friendships and groups. And so Pluto, wherever it's at, it transforms, right? It makes big changes in your life in that area. You end up having to have endings and things that you let go of in that area of your world. So it's been your career since 2008, your reputation your social life, and now it's more social life stuff, but it's focused on your relationships, your friendships. Um, It has to do with your groups, people that you are, you know, connected to in your world. So this is going to be opposing your house of love and romance and creativity and children as well. So you'll have transformations in both of those areas. You'll notice over the next um, 20 years, pretty much, that uh, things are just changing and shifting for you. Maybe you've realized that you've outgrown some people, outgrown certain groups, and things will just start shifting in your life in that way. So that will be a big change for you. Um, You've already seen a little bit of that this past year already happening. And so now, um, as you really get into that house over these next six months, seven months, you will really, uh, actually eight months, you'll be really, really seeing what's going to be Uh, affecting your life over the next 20 years. Um, Then we have the eclipse happening. So we have uh, two eclipse seasons every year. And uh, last year in October of 2023, um, we actually had a Libra in your seventh house eclipse. It was a new moon solar eclipse in your seventh house of relationships. So your relationships, either you started a new chapter Um, Maybe uh, something started something new in relationships Uh, might even have been an internal thing where you realized what you wanted in a certain way, or maybe you realized what you didn't want in a certain way in relationships. Maybe you went through a breakup. Uh, So October 2023 was very important for you in your relationship area of your life. Now, um, again, if you are already um, on a good path in this area, sometimes things won't happen right? So maybe nothing happened for you. But for most people with Aries rising, they're going to definitely be seeing shifts happen in here. And that would have started in October 2023. Um, Specifically, October 14th was the new moon solar eclipse. And that would have been affecting you the the entirety of October. We call these eclipse cycles uh, seasons because they go on for 
weeks at a time. They don't just happen on a day. Um, it's where it's really the eclipse energy is affecting you. And so that energy that started in October, you'll notice that coming up March 25th, we're going to have another eclipse. This will be a full moon lunar eclipse happening in your seventh house again, relationships, partnerships, marriages, um, you know, any of your really important soulmates um, that you're connected to um, will come up for you. Some things will come up for you. It could be crisis. It could be just realizations, shifts. And so if something started in October, you'll see another chapter in March of this year, March 25th to be specific in your relationships. Um, and again, this could be just another chapter of the same relationship. It could be another chapter of you and your realizations and changes that you're making in relationships and partnerships. Um, again, if you're in a really good place and your life isn't being really affected by it, um, again, that can happen. But most of the time, uh, people will notice a shift happen during this time. On April 8th, you'll have another eclipse. And this eclipse will actually be... <laughs> Aries, 19 degrees, um, which will be right there in your sign. Um, so this will uh, be like a new moon solar eclipse. So it'll be about new beginnings um, in terms of like who you are. Um, you know, uh, your it could be a, your appearance. It could be um, how you go about your whole life path, <laughs> um, your relationships, just anything, your career, anything could be affected um, by this eclipse energy because it is hitting your sign on April 8th. And then uh, on September 17th this year, we'll have Pisces 25 degrees full moon eclipse. And this will affect your 12th house and your first house. So secrets could come out um, about your relationship. Secrets could come out that you need to know. Pay attention. Whenever you hear secrets during an eclipse season, they're usually true. It's usually bringing things to light for you. Um, so some things can be affected for you uh, spiritually, um, could have to do with uh, mental health, could have to do with um, your connection to your high self. Could be a lot of different things with the 12th house energy, uh, but it's usually more of a spiritual or escapist kind of energy in the 12th house. And it also has to do with secrets. So that eclipse will be uh, September 17th in Pisces. And uh, finally, on October 2nd, we will have another one, and this will be in your seventh house again. You can see the cycle of your relationships being affected uh, since this past year all the way through this next year. Um, so October 2nd, there will be another seventh house eclipse for you at Libra four degrees, and this will be a new moon solar eclipse. So new beginnings and your relationships and partnerships chapters again. Um, this could be with the same relationship. It could be with a new relationship again. It can be anything to do with relationships and big changes for you or realizations. That's all. All right. Uh, now let's move on to uh, Uranus going retrograde, right? Since uh, August 28th of this past year in 2023, um, it is still retrograde right now as I'm recording this. Um, it will finally turn direct on January 27th of 2024. And this will be uh, moving forward, finally, this Uranus energy. Um, Uranus is about changes and transformations and shocks and, and you know, upheavals and, and different things coming to light and everything. So Uranus is a very transformative energy and a very uh, electrical kind of energy. And it's been in your second house for a while. And your second house is about your values, your self-love, your resources, your finances, 
Um, so this Uranus retrograde that's been happening has been like a stuck energy for you in your second house where maybe things were starting to really kind of change and transform there, or maybe some crisis happened. I don't know, because it can happen with crisis with Uranus, but, um, this retrograde that's been going on for the past six months has been making people feel very stuck in whatever house it's in. And so for your second house with the finances and the self-love and this and self-worth and all of that stuff, um, that's been very affected for you um, in terms of feeling stuck. And so January 27th, you should start seeing it move forward a little bit. Finally, that shift will happen and things will shift back to maybe how they were before August 28th of last year. Um, so if you were, things were, were shifting, um, now they'll be shifting again and, and moving again in that area. Um, then we have, uh, Jupiter, <laughs> Jupiter and Taurus, uh, from May 16th, uh, to, of 2023, this past year to May 25th of 2024 coming up in the spring. So Jupiter going through Taurus is in your second house, right? And, um, Jupiter will be conjuncting Uranus, April 20th and 21st directly, it will be at 21 degrees Taurus. So it'll be in your second house. Okay. So Jupiter is, it will actually be affecting you all of April because as an astrologer, um, I look at things based on what we call an orb of influence. And so Jupiter will be riding along with Uranus through your second house all through April. And some unexpected developments will happen for you usually when Jupiter and Uranus get together in a house. So um, hopefully it'll be good opportunities, good developments, because Jupiter is a good, usually a, a very good, helpful kind of planet. It's uh, something that provides opportunities and, and changes that are for your best good, usually. Um, but it is an expansive energy as well, so it expands things. <laughs> And uh, so you'll notice that anything to do with uh, financial matters might all of a sudden things, opportunities come your way, uh, some luck might come your way, some unexpected things will come to you, usually in your second house uh, during this time. And it may prompt a reevaluation of your values and your priorities, and uh, could lead to some very transformative experiences, even in your intimate relationships, because it will be across from your eighth house of intimacy and shared resources. So it could affect your partner. Um, so this could be things that affect you and or your partner, if you have a partner or any shared resources or intimacy stuff going on. Uh, so it could affect both of you. And, and so if it affects them, of course, it will affect you indirectly as well. Um, so either way, yeah. Uh, so anyways, a lot of times when you have this kind of thing happening, though, in your second house, it's usually about um, more about like embracing the opportunities for growth in that area and allowing the things to happen as they should, because whatever's happening there is supposed to be happening there. So just allow it and go with it um, and take the opportunities that you can during that time. Finally, uh, December 6th. Through February 23rd, we have Mars retrograde. And uh, Mars retrograde during that time will be in Cancer and Leo. And that will be in your fourth and fifth houses. So the fourth house is your home and your family. So when Mars is retrograding in that, in that house of home and family, 
you know, this is going to bring up some issues usually with your family dynamics in your home. Like if you live with other people or um, even your, your family, um, there could be maybe you just reassessing the balance between personal desires and family responsibilities might come up. Uh, there might be some uh, aggravation or a little bit of conflict in the home during a Mars retrograde. Um, you have to be careful in your house because you don't want to set anybody off. And a lot of times if you're arguing, you know, it won't just be like a quick argument with Mars retrograde. It'll end up going for a longer period of time because the Mars retrograde will be going from December 6th to February 23rd. And so just be aware of that and be careful with that. Don't really, if you start feeling aggravated, step back, do some breath work and think about it before you say something. And if you need to say something, that's fine, but just be careful because it will make you more aggressive in that area. So it can make you more aggressive in your home, also prone to accidents in your home. Just be careful of that. You don't want to be clumsy and hurt yourself like I did when Mars was hitting my ascendant. <laughs> Pretty much fell down the stairs. <laughs> I have Mars in my fourth. So just be careful with that, okay? Because Mars in the fourth um, can definitely make you agitated in your home and with your family and stuff. And it can cause some longer term kind of issues and conflicts. Also, Mars is fire. So be careful with fire. Be very aware of that. Be wary, wary of fire. And also it will be hitting Mars retrograde will be hitting your fifth house first and then it'll be hitting your fourth house, right? So when it hits the fifth house, um, this will be about your romantic relationships, your children, and also your self-expression. With Mars retrograde in your fifth house, there might be a need to reassess how you take risk in love. You know, it can make you feel more sexual um, with Mars in the fifth house. And so just be careful not to be too risky in that area. If you're getting a little crazy a little while, just be careful, be aware of that. And um, also it might make you be more internal in terms of your creative expression. So if you are trying, if you're an artist or you want to do some creative work, you know, even if your creative work is doing marketing or business work or a project or something, gardening, um, that's creative expression. Um, just be, you know, aware that um, you have Mars retrograde in that area and it can impact your romantic relationships, your relationship with your kids, and also your creative expression. Um, those things will just come up for you a lot with the Mars retrograde there, where you might feel like a little bit almost like stuck in that area or thinking about it a whole lot and maybe not making the progress that you really want to. Um, so again, you might want to write these things down and just remember them. And then, uh, you know, I, I already went over, but you know, the good thing about this stuff is that you have the Jupiter, you know, going through your second house of finances. So that would be a blessing for you, hopefully, um, this year. All right. So thank you for uh, watching. And if you want to learn more about the signs in love and sex, you can download my free guide at brandyjoy.com. And I will uh, see you in the next horoscope, Aries. Thanks for watching.